Hello and welcome to Honestly Cat, the podcast full of life lessons that empowers, educates and enlightens women everywhere. I'm here to remind you just how gorgeous you are and give you the tools to upgrade and transform all areas of your life. So let's get started. On today's show, I wanted to introduce the absolutely gorgeous Ashley Guthrie. She is gentle, but ever so mesmerizing with her air of confidence. She has a warm smile and a soft voice. She's going to talk to you about the grief that she experienced when her mother passed away last year and how it actually led to her amazing journey back to herself. And she now is a Tibetan sound healer and has lots of other magic tools up her sleeve. So welcome to the show and thank you for being on Honestly Cat. Thanks for having me. Um, so tell me, how did you, you know, what's your story and how did you get to where you are with your sound healing? What was, what was the sort of the catalytic moment? Um, so 18 months ago, my mum passed away quite unexpectedly. I was out of the country. I was in Africa at the time and we, um, we couldn't get couldn't get back for another week um and it was kind of the moment that I did come home that my whole world kind of just completely changed for <laughs> forever really how did it feel for you not to be with her what were the repercussions of that for you because you were telling me about how that that get, did give you a sense of guilt and I, and I think that understanding grief until you've gone through it is is it, it's just not tangible and I do think it's important for us to openly discuss these kind of issues so that when it comes, women do have, you know, that, that moment they think, oh, I remember listening to Ashley when she talked about this and that was really interesting. And from what we've spoken about before, you're, despite losing your mum uh, being a very sad time, it's also led to the brightest part of your life shining through and, and, and possibly even a greater connection with her. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Yeah, um, I mean, I think, to be honest, I'd moved to London six months prior um, and I closed my business down back in Manchester six months prior to that. So there was a lot of transition, a lot of change that went on that year and that was kind of just the catalyst, I think, um, at Subsequently, at the same time, my previous relationship was extremely toxic. So at a time when I needed emotional support, it wasn't there. Mm. And because I think my light had been decreasing and becoming very dim for quite a long period of time, um, this was the thing that kind of shoved me over the edge, really. Um, And so... I was racked with a lot of guilt, um, I think, because I couldn't be there for my dad and brother at the, the initial kind of time she passed away. And then um, coming home, it was... I should have gave her more of my time. I should have listened more. You know, she wanted a much closer relationship with me than what I was able to give her. Um, I kept her at arm's length. We had a great relationship. Mm. Um I just didn't give her enough time. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had to forgive myself, but in order to do that, I I really had to get, well, I I became so lost and isolated. I caught, 
everyone out of my life um, and, and placed a lot of un- unrealistic expectations on my previous partner. Um, and, and it was it almost sounds like it was the death of so many parts of you, wasn't it? Yeah, um because I you know, I like I still like a champagne lifestyle, um, but before that <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was chasing the Disney princess fairy tale dream um before this happened and you know the big house with the land and the horse and all this kind of stuff and I think when she passed away this literally is the key turned in the front door of us getting back into London it was like somebody just lifted this veil and my whole perspective on life just completely changed and I started asking much different questions um like what am I here for what's my purpose um and it was very deep rooted Mm. and that whole experience something dissolved that day and I just knew that I had to find my own light again because and my happiness really because I was very unhappy how did you what what steps did you take to forgive yourself because I know this comes up in a lot of you know people's lives of of whether it's forgiving somebody else or forgiving themselves for things they've done in the past or you know it forgiveness is a is a really big thing not not just when it's coupled with grief but generally like what did you have any sort of forgiveness tools that you used or or was it just changing your internal talk well I mean so if you go back to March this time last year I was really struggling with my anxiety I wasn't able to leave the house due to panic attacks and I think that was the moment when I realised like something had to change and only I am responsible for my own happiness mm. and therefore I'm not responsible for someone else's happiness. And so um, through working with a coach and um, educating myself more on my own mindset, mm. that then helped me to connect, I think, to myself um, and change the, the, like my mantra every day that I was walking to work um, at that point was I am so unhappy right now mm. I would sit at the desk I am so unhappy right now so I would change that mm. and I would literally say to myself you know I release this guilt mm. that I'm feeling yeah. right here right now yeah. and I replace it with love Yeah, and you know I had my um, mandala beads yeah. um, that a teacher had given me and I would use those on the bus sitting there counting them repeating that new mantra over and over again mm. um, and then when I embarked on my first kind of travel journey to, to Bali that's where I really delved into the forgiveness and the self-compassion mm. so what would you say your mantra is now today I am strong I am worthy um and I love you. Oh, that's I, lovely. I say that to yeah. myself. Yeah. Um every morning in the mirror. Yeah, that's powerful, isn't it? Um I remember uh reading uh Tony Robbins book years ago and he talks about the questions that we ask ourselves and the power of them. And we, you know, we can be walking around frustrated and going, why, why do I do it like this? Why did you make that mistake? And actually, if you, if you do change those questions, why am I here? What is my purpose? 
and start start asking for different answers because as we know what what you put out there you get back what we focus on where you get more of so actually if you're changing the questions that you're asking yourself mm. you're going to start getting the answers but if it's in a negative sense you're not going to be getting the answers that you want and I just thought that was really interesting when you were talking about you changed the questions that you were asking yourself mm, yeah um so so in terms of it, it gave you a point um you realized that your light had been put out or very you know was very small where what was the next step so you just you know what because you use sound healing talk me through how you where you are now and what you do and how you found yourself um so i've spent the last nine months nine ten months um i spent seven weeks in bali um learning more breath work how to um connect with um your body more so um and actually feel what you what emotions are going on within you um and going back to the the forgiveness um the you know the tools that that you can use are you know if you are wanting to be forgiven visualize that person and ask for their forgiveness and then let them go and then you forgive yourself and then if anybody has hurt or done wrong to you you then bring them in and then you forgive them if you feel ready and then you let them go as an ongoing kind of process that you're doing there's loads of guided meditations that you can use with that um music has helped me massively um in terms of releasing um so many different emotions that have come up through that grief period um and not only grieving of my mum but grieving of of that part of my myself Mm. that that just no longer exists within me um because she was you know she needed loving and she needed soothing but then she could just kind of off into the yeah. sunset if you have it. Yeah. Um, and I knew that I would be coming back to Manchester and I knew that I was going to be coming back to therapy but it was going to be so much more than just massage. So I then took myself off to Nepal for five weeks and that's where I studied with Tibetan shamans with the sound healing. Um, and you know, it's sound healing, vibration work. We store our emotions um, physically um, and the vibration and the sound healing combined with meditation and massage and body work. Um, when you're aware of what is arising, you then have the choice whether you cling to it mm. and then it can manifest into various diseases or you can choose to let that emotion go. And that's kind of what I'm working with now. Um, and I also spent time with, I spent over 20 days in a Buddhist monastery learning Buddhist psychology with monks and nuns. And that for me was life changing mm. because, you know, when I came home back in November, I was suffering with PTSD, um, post-traumatic stress disorder. And again, I kind of was getting to the point where I wasn't able to leave. I didn't want to leave the house because um, it was just too scary and you know flashbacks and memories of more specifically the first seven weeks of when my mum had passed away Mm -hmm. and for me talking therapy just wasn't working 
so I had to actually put the tools and the practices in place um, that I had learned um, from the monks and the nuns in the monastery and it was just simple things like okay what is arising right here what story am I telling myself and then going to a specific type of breathing meditation so you might um, bring in a bright white light and then whatever negative emotion you're you're clinging to with the out breath you you know you can visualize it as black smoke mm-hmm. um for me it's kind of like a like a, a black tar mm, yes I know what you mean I've had that yeah and I think like so that's what I did and I I I learned so much there but I ha- well, it's not until you put it into practice in yeah. your everyday life in this reality yeah that it actually starts to help to make those changes in yeah. life. Uh, well, also just for you to see, you know, someone can tell you you need to do this, this and this and this will change your life. But until you do it and you see the benefits, it's then then you can actually begin to teach it and mm-hmm. share, like, this is what I've done. This is how I've healed myself. Exactly, yeah. And have you always been a spiritual person? When I was younger, my my brother was the one that used to collect like crystals and things like that, and my mum used to will me to get into you know smellies and perfumes, and I just was not interested. I was such a tomboy. Mm. Um, and then when I started my massage course, she was like, "Yes, kind of thing." Aromatherapy oils yeah. and, and that, but I'd say it was more so back in two thousand thirteen. Um, I went on my second solo trip to Thailand where I studied Thai massage because mm-hmm. it I've always been very curious about more eastern philosophies and I think that comes from the, the massage aspect and I I've always been one for if I'm going to learn something in that field I'm going to learn it in where it originated hence me going to Nepal to learn the the singing bowls um you know, the culture, the history behind it all. I remember um, seeing a tarot card reader two weeks before I went on that trip. And she said, you're going to get the chance to do meditation. Um, she knew exactly where I was going. Um, and I'm very good at kind of like being quite closed because I don't want them mm. reading. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't even know that I was going to get the opportunity. Yeah. And sure enough, when I arrived... Each morning we would um, have to pray to the the guru that created Thai massage. He was actually Indian. Right. There's a statue of him, and he would um, he used to apparently massage Buddha. Oh wow! And each morning we would we would meditate. And, he, uh, and I, she told me to to um, visualize picking up cups, yeah. and and when I picked them up, that they would be full, flowing with water, because they re- water represents your emotions. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. And we started it and I kind of sat there thinking, what the hell is this? It's a load of yeah. rubbish. Yeah. But sure enough, um, I'd say maybe two days in, I started to be able to visualise and find these wow. big beautiful goblets kind of thing. That was my first experience of meditation. And since then, I've just been really curious about what is out there and the different beliefs and... Um, you know, if something feels right, I'll go and delve into it if yeah. you have it. Yeah. Um, and I think it was, the more I got into meditation, the more that that kind of spiritual aspect increased. And what would you say your rituals are, you know, each day now? Or, you know, what would you incorporate within your week? So I'm quite lazy. 
And um, <laughs> I'm really glad you asked that, actually, because the last two weeks I've really tried to be quite on it with, with creating these morning rituals yeah. to get me out of bed if you have it. Because I'm not one for doing exercise or anything like that. Um, so I've been trying to get back in my body and because music's been so important, I've now tried to pick music that is going to inspire me to get out of bed and set me up for the day and then I just dance like a mad woman to be honest um and and is that always naked because I have to share with you that (laughs) that if you are to follow the lovely Ashley on her Instagram or Facebook you will get to see some gorgeous pictures of her naked now it's nothing rude it is it is for me actually it's really refreshing to see you so proud of your body and just putting it out there now obviously they're always very um what's the word um uh well beautiful and you don't overtly see everything and even if you did I'm sure it would be absolutely gorgeous <laughs> but they're really tasteful and it, and they just show you feeling free yeah. and I just love that and have you always had that body confidence or is this something that's come over the years there was yeah I've never um you know I've always been slim um and I've never had body dysmorphia or anything like that I could look in the mirror and be fine with that um I think two years ago before just like before I moved to London I cut all my hair off and um, it was kind of a Britney Spears moment, mm. and as it and it was it it went like really short. Like no, my my hair is like down to my chest. It's grown back, but I completely just chopped the ponytail off, and I did it for all the wrong reasons. It wasn't for me, mm. and as it started to grow back, I just couldn't associate with this person that was staring back at me. Really, how interesting. Um, and more so after my mum passed away, I just saw a broken little girl staring back at me yeah um and as you know I've kind of gone through the experiences in in the last 12 months um I've I've seen my light grow I've watched my sparkle come back Mm. and my hair grow (laughs) and you know finding that inner freedom and understanding myself more um I'm more than happy to kind of dance around in the moonlight but naked Mm. and the more people I can encourage to do that um and just let their inhibitions go yeah the the better I think because it doesn't matter what shape or size you are or what color of your skin we're all one yeah absolutely and tell tell my followers about what your plans are because you have this amazing energy and the fact that you're saying the more people that I can get dancing around naked in the moonlight, <laughs> the better. So are you going to be doing that? Or what What? What does the future hold for Ashley Guthrie? So I'm very much still figuring this out because I've been home now for maybe a month. And home is? Um, it's predominantly Manchester. Uh-huh. And it's like, I've, I know there's so much that I can offer to Manchester, but then I know there's so much to offer to the world. Yeah. And... You know, I'm not going to lie, it's scary being home and not having any trips planned. But the I'm delving into hypnotherapy and more the subconscious mind and how the the sound healing um, can combine with that. And I also work with cacao, which is the purest form of, of chocolate that I brought back from Guatemala. 
Um, so my plan is to create workshops that um, coincide with the full moon, the new moon, and bringing in all these alternative methods that I have learned and just getting people to be a little bit curious and a little bit playful with themselves and I think connection is so important and if you can allow yourself to be vulnerable sometimes it's just so powerful to connect with other people that are in that space with you and you're all coming from that same place with the same intentions of just releasing and letting go of what just is not serving you anymore just let all that crap go and bring in the good stuff yeah exactly what would be your best advice that you could give other women following your journey and your life what, what would be your you know sort of top three tips or don't let anyone ever ever dim your light i love that really love that and if if you ever do kind of feel yourself feeling a little bit lost, just listen to that, that, that inner voice because she knows what she's doing and she's guiding you back onto the right path because if you are feeling lost, you're on the wrong path. Yeah. And don't be afraid to, to, to let her kind of speak up. Yeah. And find your tribe, find your... Surround yourself with the right people that inspire you, that make you laugh, that um, fill you up um, because they are so good for you. Mm. And you can see it in the eyes. You can see it in the eyes. Well, Ashley is going to give us a little treat of um, a small um, sound healing sound off to send you on your way after you've listened to this podcast so um i know i'm going to be so zened out afterwards (laughs) but thank you for talking to us thank you for for sharing your story um please do follow ashley she is a ray of sunshine and her light is bright 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 (laughs) you'll need your sunglasses um so enjoy the sound bath and here she is
That's it for this week's Honestly Cat podcast. I'm Cat Raincock. Join me for more honest talk from honest women next week.